Well, we're recording now, so <laughs> here Life's we go. Action. Let's go. Hey, welcome back, or welcome if this is your first time for joining the girls and me. And we're just here, you know, talking our ish, getting stuff off our chest, whatever we want to talk about. So just come on in and listen. But like I said, this is our second episode. Hey. We actually Ooh. finally put it out. So how do you ladies feel? Excited. Mm. We did it, Joe. We <laughs> did it, Joe. We did it. I feel good. I feel like, you know, it was a very first episode-ish, but I think overall, we were ourselves and it sounded good. And, you know, I think it was good. I mean, we got I got feedback and it wasn't anything negative. And so I'm... I'm looking forward to continuing, but I'm happy that we put it out, y'all. This is yes. the- <laughs> so <laughs> go out. I was nervous. I'm like, oh man, I don't want to hear what nobody got to say. But everybody was like, oh, okay, yeah. see why y'all want to do this. So I think it worked out good. I'm proud of us. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. Um, I was nervous, as we all know. <laughs> but like you said, I got really good feedback. Um, it was a vibe, you know, and I feel like. Um, hearing the positive feedback, you know, makes me want to continue this even more now. You know, I'm like, this is the thing. We got something special right here. So, hey, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we definitely want to be as authentic as we can be. So, mm-hmm. you know, hey, things happen, good or bad. We rolling with it. So. Yeah. Of course, you know that we try to uplift women and we want to give them their flowers while they're here. And even if they have passed on, we still want to put some respect on their name. So mm. we're going to have Jerrica. Let's see what she got for us this week. All right. So this week, our WCW Women Crush Wednesday, we're going to, well, I'm giving a shout out to Ava DuVernay. All right. Oh, I think I got there. Got it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's uh she's multi-talented. Um, she's a director, a producer, a writer, a marketer, and a film distributor. So she definitely has her hand in many things. Um, what stood out the most about her is that uh one of two popular films that I, I like, uh Selma. And also, when they see us, that I really loved when they see us. That was one of my faves. Um, but just a little bit about her um, she won the Directing Award in the U.S. Dramatic Competition in 2012, the Sundance Film Festival, for her second future film, uh, Middle of Nowhere, which that made her the first Black woman to win that award. Um, she's also a founder of the African-American Film Festival Releasing Movement, the AFFRM. So that's big. I feel like she's um, definitely an advocate for Black people, (laughs) basically to put it out there like that. And she's doing big things. And I know, um, I forgot the name of the movie when I was doing my research, but she actually has uh, films coming up for this year as well. That One just got done being, I believe, recorded in or filming in January of this year. I should have said better notes, but yeah. But she's doing big things, and I love to see a Black woman win. So... Give a shout out to her. Shout out to Ava. Ain't nothing wrong with it because she's done so many things for the culture, period. She is a beast. 
Well, also, you know, we try to do like a question of the day, but we're going to do something different this week. Kind of, you know, just throw some different out there and get you all engaged and kind of thinking about some things as we kind of, you know, get started. So we'll have Ashanti going to bring us some of these questions. Okay, period. So because we have a lot of different topics and some of them are heavy, we probably going to be deep diving in it. I wanted to keep it light this week and not do anything too crazy because our topics are already enough. So I think I wrote down three questions this time and it's just random fun questions. And I think we can all answer, obviously don't go, don't give too much, but just answer it and, you know, let's have some fun. So the first one is, um, have you ever died and ditched? If you have, what was the name of the restaurant and why did you do it? And I can go first because I know which one mine was. <laughs> so you in high school because you died and ditched. Now, I don't know the statute of limitations for dining and ditching, but Uh-oh. I'm well over 30. So at this point, <laughs> this 20 years ago. So definitely in high school, I was trying to think like, why were we doing it? I think we was just childish, but <laughs> I know for sure the one that I can remember was IHOP. Now you remember mm-hmm. like, it was in high school, you and your friends go to IHOP all late at night. Like it was, uh-huh. that was a thing. Uh, it was just a thing. And I feel like it was a bunch of us. We went to the counter to pay after we ate and no one was there. They took forever. And it took that one person to walk out. And we was like, well, y'all gonna walk out then. And so we walked out and we were so stupid that we didn't even drive away right away. We all Are you serious? We were in the car talking, like laughing about it. And we were just sitting there and nobody ever came out. Nobody ever chased after us. So that was the start because I feel like we did it at Denny's. I feel like we did it at Steak and Shake. Hit everybody up. <laughs> I feel like we were like on a little tour. We was like, how many people did we die to ditch it? And yeah, so I definitely, but that was high school. I don't, re- I don't remember doing it as an adult. I don't think I did now. I don't know. Mm. But nights, but for sure in high school, we did it all the time. All the time. Funny. Well, we actually, not we, I'm saying like y'all did it. Like y'all came along <laughs> with me. <laughs> I won't put other people in there, but it was actually in adulthood in my early 20s. And it was at a very familiar St. Louis restaurant, Cyberg's. And uh, you did it at Cyberg's? And, and it wasn't on purpose. Ooh, like you we said. Just... <laughs> but we were at the counter and we were, well, not the you. counter, but we were talking with the waitress and there was some confusion on the order and who paid for what. And we were trying to get it settled. Um. And like you said, like one person had just got up and left. And then somebody else, she didn't even add them on to the bill. And I ended up just walking away too. There were people that actually paid, but I didn't pay. (laughs) See you when I see you, sucker. (laughs) Dang. My name is not P. <laughs> that happened before at 54th. It was like they was rude to us and trying to put us out. And we was like, we're not paying for none of this if you try to put us out. And then they walked away and we just walked out the emergency, like the little emergency. Like we purposely <laughs> some nigga shit. Sorry. To say. Like, walk, like we made a whole big scene about it and we left. Y'all are being mean to us. A waitress was lying. It was just a whole thing. At 54th? I know, and that one that the not the not not the one out there by our old job, but the one. Well, the one off Lindbergh is closing pretty soon, so it needs yeah. to. There you it go. Was the jerk. <laughs> the jerk. There you go. 
Yeah. Dying and dash. I, I know. Mean, I know you dying and dash. Like, does a drive through count? Listen, 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 listen. So long story short, it ain't my fault. It's their fault. So I was at, I was ordering my White Castles, you know, mm, and they deserve it. White Castles deserve They do it. deserve it. She <laughs> had a nigga waiting 10 hours in that line. <laughs> but anyways, um, I tried to pay at the first window and I don't know what happened. I don't know if her register or something wasn't working or whatever. I don't know. So when I got, it was me and my niece. So when, and I shouldn't listen. So I went to the second window. And the lady gave me my bag and said, have a nice day. And then she closed the window and I looked at my niece and she was like, go, 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 go. (laughs) (laughs) I would have pulled out too. And I was like, y'all, I can't go there. No, I'd have been there afterwards, but I took a break from going there. I'm like, they don't know my car. (laughs) I feel like these fast food places, don't ever give me my food before you take my money. That's on you. Mm-hmm. And that was as an adult, because you said, you know, I said I had my niece so with me. So, yes, I was an adult. <laughs> you got your niece fault. out here doing it, too. I had my money. Well, I had my debit card. I was ready to swipe. So, I never expected her to give me my full meal, all my stuff, and then just close the window and say, have a good that it would have been wrong. funny if you would have got home and some of your stuff was wrong. <laughs> you would have had to eat that. You would have had to eat it because you can't go back. You ain't paying for it. But with a receipt on, if it was a receipt on there. <laughs> hey, I just I just came in about this. <laughs> Ma'am, you did not pay for this. This is not the right order. <laughs> Customer's okay, so, always right. Say it again. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to do one more. And dang, which one? Shame on this, y'all. But I am gonna do this one because this one's kind of fun. Do you? Is there anything that you have, or name one thing you still have from your childhood? Like it could be uh, a toy, a stuffed animal, uh, like me, for example. I go again first. I have like all of my. I used to love Eeyore. Like I'm such an Eeyore though. If you think about it, I used to love Eeyore. Yeah, so I got all my Eeyores. I got all my journals. I got, wow. I got a box of little bullshit that I just can't. My family, we're hoarders low-key, so I have a lot of <laughs> little bullshit. There's like stuff that I can throw away, but it's like, no, it's sentimental. And my very first uh, Cabbage Pack doll, her name was Christabel. Wow. And I still have her. You got Cabbage Pack doll still? Mm-hmm. Her name was Christabel. Had one. I ain't yeah, matching pajamas. One. She was black. <laughs> That's pictures of me and her. Like that was like my friend. So yep, I still like I have that type of stuff for my childhood. I got anything in y'all class or y'all grew up. I still well, y'all know I love Mickey Mouse. Love Mickey Mouse, childish Mm -hmm. girl. I still have this Mickey Mouse. It's a Mickey Mouse throw, a legit throw. (laughs) I never forget my mom. I went to the store with her. That's when we had moved into our house, and I wanted a whole Mickey Mouse bedroom set. Yes, mm-hmm. I was serious about that. And she had bought me everything already, but I had went to the store with her, and girl, I saw this Mickey Mouse throw, and I just had to have it. 
And um, I still have it to this day. I Is that the one it. you have on your bed? No, that's just another one I got. I'm gonna say she's sleeping with a little blankie. First of all, my business on her. <laughs> I love Blakey. Yeah, that from you a kid. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I actually purchased that as an adult. <laughs> but no, I have like a throw. It's like a uh, a knitted throw because I had got it out the store and I still have that to this. That one like special, special to me, like special, special. Yeah. But y'all, that's like my favorite blankie. And no, I do not have that one. And I'm grown up, y'all, actually, because I ain't been sleeping with my Mickey throw on my bed anymore. Is See. that like our words for the day, like adult and I'm grown? Because this keeps coming. Because <laughs> right. it's are like you childish grown? or you grown. I don't know. What's I'm the percentage between, of how y'all. grown you are? I'm in between. Good question. What <laughs> makes a person grown? Because I be feeling like I'm living like in a college dorm. I'm like, this is just a dorm room with the little kitchenette. <laughs> I got my own bathroom. Living, y'all living. you. Well, um, I still have a teddy bear that actually I didn't name the teddy bear. My brothers and my sister named the teddy bear because it's a bear and it had like Lee jeans. It had like a bib suit. Mm. And so everybody called him Lee bear. And I never remember seeing him with these overalls on. Like everybody else is, and there's pictures out so, there, like you said, a shanty, but. So you saying Lee bear ain't got no clothes on? Right? <laughs> no, those are waves. <laughs> what happened to his feelings? I have no idea. But you know what? There was these next door neighbors that used to try to bully me. They actually stole him. And one day I was sitting on the porch and I think they were moving. The door was wide open. They had stuff everywhere. I just walked up in their house. Didn't nobody see me. And I stole him <laughs> back. And his eyes were all scratched up. And I just held on to him. <laughs> that was my baby. I cried every night. Oh, Jesus. I found you. I walked up in that house and I sold him back. I that told is my totally mom something you would she do. Had to sew him up. I still have him to what this did day. They told him down, man. beat him up. <laughs> it's always some little hood ass kids that's doing un- like uh, what's the what's the movie? Oh, Toy Story. See it, the little bad kid, the first one that was burning up them toys and setting them on fire. You was living next door to see it. Dang, that's crazy. I thought every back and got it. That's that's the the thing. See, you when you grow up in the hood, it was somebody else that stole from me, too. That's why I don't have that much stuff for my kid because kids was always stealing stuff. This girl stole That's my dial. She stole some of the clothes. Once again, I was over her house. And when she went to the bathroom, I stole my dial and all my dial dresses back and I walked about her house. <laughs> You ain't stealing. You was taking what was yours? I came here to get my shit. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm going home now. <laughs> it makes me miss block parties, though. Oh, yeah. The way that I grew up and we grew up, a lot of people don't grow up like that anymore. It was like a family unit and oh, those block sure. parties. Everybody knew everybody. And you said everybody knew who was your parent like exactly oh you such and such granddaughter or like everybody knew like my granny did not play about the street lights so mm-hmm. you to travel to party down here in front of my grandma house mm-hmm. everybody knew who belonged to who but you could never really get caught up doing nothing because they was telling on you exactly out here doing nothing like in the gangway like i know he's been the gangway yep <laughs> <laughs> doing a little one two and then like you will be like 
girl, if you don't take your ass home, I'll be by the time I got home, my granny or my auntie will be like, Yeah, you was down there off, you know, belt or whatever. Oh. Anyway, was such, I'm like, first of all, it don't make it sound disgusting. You were in the in fifth grade. Okay? <laughs> and we were just expressing that love. You even brought a belt. You know, kissing and stuff. Punching. In the gangway. Trash. That's throwback. But that does bring up a question about, you know, is there anything that you want to do but you're waiting for marriage or a relationship? We're gonna jump out there I'm first. Take that one first. I'm scared of this question, honestly, because I don't know. Do I, I want to throw Is there anything first? you want to do? Well, I like, know I one. Know. I know one. I the mean, last one is it, but, is it butt stuff? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he does want me to go lower than the scrotum. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that, but I do aim to please. So you gotta be my number one or something. <laughs> if we getting down, literally getting down like that. She said it's I was trying to I was trying to I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming, y'all. But it could be anything though. It could be like I want to travel to a different country, but I would love if I was be able to do that with my partner. Like I want to buy a house, but I would rather buy with you know. No, I can do that now. I can go with my friend. So that's why I'm like, what is there anything that you can think about that's like? What? I want to wait. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I've been making Jerry laugh, and she gonna laugh. Okay, that's my friend. We laugh until we can't stop. We laugh until we can't stop. I mean, how do you approach think. that though? If somebody wants you to go. Lower oh, than the scrotum, oh, and they just keep pushing oh, your head down there. Oh my god! Like persistently, you think, oh, it just happened one time. To be you honest, I li- I watch enough and listen to enough like podcasts and stuff like that, and read. Women be down; they be down for that quickly. They be down, <laughs> down up in there. Do men <laughs> take care of themselves like that? I don't want That's the thing. I just don't think that I. Uh, Do you a, kiss them after that? Or are they right? What are you kissing a, a man after he eats your man? I know what I I know. Okay. I aim to please, so that's something to explore. Just putting but that you out. Sure there. Eat a butt. I don't. <laughs> I didn't say yes. I didn't say no. But you, you know <laughs> what? You're willing to like think about it. <laughs> You're willing to think about it, or at least be like, okay. That's what you want. Let me let's let's talk about it further. If that's if my husband, no. that's my husband. But if we just, you know, one, two, like you say, hey, oh. But we ain't date. What's that song? We ain't date. We just I don't know this, these little rap songs. Um, I don't know if there's anything I'm waiting on. Like I was trying to think, like, like you said, stuff like a house or traveling and stuff, I could do by myself or with my friend. Yeah. I don't I think when I was younger, I probably did like I'm gonna get a house with a husband, or I'm gonna do this when I get married. But it's just like I don't. Who knows when that's gonna happen, Chad? I would life will not be experienced. That's true. That's true. Um, I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> you got thrown <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, it just took me out. Like, <laughs> out. Uh, oh, you know what? Some people wait to have kids. Like, there's some stuff. 
Like, I feel like I be at married? this point in my life, I'm not really necessarily. I'm, well, how can I say it? I'm very adamant about I'm gonna get what I want at this point in my life right now. Like I oh. really don't want to wait. Like I, like strength, I can relate. Like I. I was like, when I was younger, planning my life, you know, I'm going to wait for a husband for to get a house and do this, travel White more. White picket fence. Yeah. Like, I have kids. Yeah. You now or you going to wait? Soon as possible, guys. Soon as possible. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> baby fever. <laughs> you come up pregnant this summer. I'm, I'm talking shit. So you talking shit. So you gonna I'm talk gonna shit. be there, but I'm gonna talk about it. <laughs> that's, that's I need that for real. Just get it out because I need all your support. <laughs> I think for me, I don't know what happened when I, my birthday came, but I definitely the baby fever is in my system. And I was watching this show on TLC about this these two this uh man and woman they both lost their spouse, so they're widows, and mm-hmm. had like five kids. One had four, and they married. They came together. Oh. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And the little babe, the little kid, like the two, three year olds, was just on there talking and cracking jokes. And I was like, oh, what if I had a little shinty that was funny? And it just, <laughs> ever since then, my mind has been zeroed in. I think I did share with y'all, like, I went to explore my fertility options and to just see, like, what does that look like? Because at the moment, I'm nowhere close to <laughs> for, oh. uh, for anybody to impregnate me. So it's like, <laughs> I'm gonna be at that age, which is the 35, you know. Geriatrics. Exactly. Oh, speaking of geriatrics, they said that we're considered geriatric millennials and not just regular millennials. Like, what? What is that? Geriatric is old. Anyway. I mean, I know that, but like how do we But geriatric? Because we oh, the older the side of the millennial, like the the year of the age or whatever. What? But so I don't know. So I've so I mean that that gave me all of my options, and so that you know it's a lot to explore. I'm not a hundred percent sold on it, but I was like, you know what? Because that is something that's coming up for me. I'm going yeah. to jam for 2021. So whatever I want to yes. travel, if that's go out, if that's you know whatever, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to work on my health and yes, self self love, work on my mental. So if I do decide to do that, I'm ready to take that on because it ain't nothing to play with, especially if I decide to do it myself. Hell nah. Whew, that's a lot. I don't even know what to do with no kid. I'm going to cry the whole time. <laughs> what about so Nicki? Kinda... Yeah, what about Nicki Minaj and her whole comeback? Right after her baby. This is why I want to talk about Nicki. I feel like when Nicki first came out, I would love Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Like she got bars and I like her confidence and her swag with it. And she was something different. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, I'm not, I didn't like her last album. I don't really like all of these new songs. I do like Benny of Scotty. That mixtape is fire. But like, I don't necessarily like all of her new songs. But she still topped up. Like her coming back out was such a thing. Mm-hmm. And she's still at the top. I mean, we got Cardi who's super successful. We got yep. We got Megan. And they they got some hit music, but they not rapping like Nicki rap, like bars. Really? Uh, us down. I don't. Maybe Meg, but the thing with Meg is Meg, they're young. Meg is still rapping about taking niggas' money and fucking and true. That's true. She, she even though she may say a little, she's still rapping about something outside of just a taking nigga to his money. Mm-hmm. A rap city, she's rapping about conscious stuff, so she's not even in their same lane. She's better than all of them because she she like bar, bar on the down. But 
I just was kind of like, do we feel like this is her comeback? Is this just her? Did she ever leave? Did she just take a break? Is she still a queen? Like she keeps saying she is. And I feel like she kind of is. Ain't nobody, nobody has trumped her yet to me. I think it's bigger pressure pressure on women because oh, like J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> they just now coming back with some stuff, but ain't nobody said, oh, it's a comeback for them or that's true. You know, so that's true. It always be more pressure on women, you know, as rappers anyway. It's as if they got to prove themselves. Mm. But women are just as talented and good lyricists as men are. Like, I just feel like women don't always get the opportunities. I mean, let's think about it hand in hand. We see, because I be on like social media and I be seeing like female rappers. We don't really know their names, but <laughs> they're good and they got bars, you know. And I, damn, I wish I had the girl name. She was, um, she wanted to be on the baby remix or something. It was a song, but oh, it's yeah. called the baby, the stallion. But she good as shit. Damn, I'm gonna have to look her name up be, before. I know who you're talking face. about. I can't think of her name though. But yeah, she's Three, around. Yeah, she's good. Like she got some good lyrics, and it's just like, damn, that would have been nice to give somebody, you know, who ain't to that Megan level or, or try because that could have took off her career even more. But I feel like. When Nikki, um, I didn't even expect her to come back now because not only, you know, she just had a kid not long ago, but then she had to deal with the death of her father. So oh, yeah. I didn't really yeah. expect to see her come back at all. Um, I haven't really tuned in to any new music, just little snippet stuff. And I agree with, you know, you strain like back in the day, that old Nikki. The dungeon, uh, dungeon dragon. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I like her. Hang it up, flat screen. She a beast. <laughs> she is a the beast. Animation, like, like she's super be. animated. She's she super. My brother used to be getting it. Yes, but <laughs> I mean, I hope, uh, I hope she take off again. I don't feel like she lost her spot. She just been real it's quiet. But I want her to. I hope, like, I'm hoping it's some good quality music coming, like, real good. Like, that old Nikki, that we, that old Nikki, I don't think anybody can top that. That old Nikki is just, she first. Do you like, feel like all these girls are like, because, you know, if Nikki Minaj gonna let somebody know that these bitches are her son on every single <laughs> <laughs> Do we feel like they are, like, because, you know, every time somebody come out, like, Nikki is obviously heavily influenced by Lil' Kim. Let's be clear. Lil' Kim yes. and uh, but do we feel like all of the girls, the girls that we know about, because there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of girls who we probably don't know their name, like a Flo Millie, a Cash Dog, uh, the girl you talking about, a Drizzy. There's so many girls that uh, rap, you just don't know who they are. So it's like, what what can they really do if they're not talking about fucking or if they just need better songs or what is it? It seems like it can only be one at the top at a time or it's a... It's a no, I think that they just really need to come with something different because like you said mm -hmm. Nikki when she came out it was something different and I yeah. did like how she would sing and rap yep mm -hmm. but and even like Missy Elliott Missy Elliott oh, influenced Lil Wayne and mm -hmm. got Timberland inspired and would pick him up and say hey no go back work on this this is good so and like you said even to compare and say Oh, there's a female Drizzy out there. Why we gotta be compared to what? the male? Even though I can say there are a lot of males that did write some of the rhymes for some of the like Lil Kim, Biggie was writing her rhymes. How much is Lil Wayne and Drizzy? How much are they influencing Nikki's 
background? You know, mm-hmm. how or is she writing all of it? She's not is it a collaboration? But either way, I know Sephora I, will definitely write it for her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Completely change. It's 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 gotta be something out there, but you know, they just not getting their spot yet. We need another like ladies' night. We need another I love that. These rappers rap together. All these men rap together. Like Mm -hmm. baby, the baby. Uh I don't know these niggas' names, but they They all rap together, make songs together, and it's good. So it I is. wish that they could all, you know, we saw a little bit of Cardi and Meg, you know, and then mm-hmm. in the CD Girls or CD Girls and Meg. We see it a little bit, but I wish that they could all just do like another ladies' night. All or, star. And that would be so dope. Like, even if they just did it for the culture, we need that. We need it. Like nice. versus Escape and SWV, they were like, hey, you influence the culture. We yeah. influence the culture. Some positive energy. Yeah. Okay. Dang, Ladies Night is like, it was That's the a jam. Nice. Which one was y'all favorite verse? I think I liked. Dang. Missy. Or who was that? And another one that, um, uh, maybe that was Lil, Lil, uh, what's her name? Left Eye. I like Angie Martinez. I like Angie Martinez. I like popping stuff off. Yeah. I used to love Miss. I still love Missy, but I do too. Missy Love Verse would be like five or six bars. And she would just come on there and say something that was so catchy. It was like harmonized. It'd be like, she ain't even saying nothing crazy, but you would be like, Missy ate that. Mm -hmm. Oh, she She always do. I love Missy. She's but, not, I think she's untouchable in a sense. Like, I ain't seen nobody, no artist to come out her vision. She's so creative. She's so talented. She stay in her own lane. She wears yes. her own shit. Yeah. And her makeup was always flawless. You know, sometimes right. they try to talk about, you know, big girls, like they can't dress or they can't, but no, like her makeup. Flawless tracksuit or no? Yeah, hello, city. Yeah, big trash bag. Look good. Oh, big trash bag, or you took the work. Makeup was on a million. <laughs> oh, speaking of baby, what about Naomi Campbell? They said she got a white baby. I didn't even look. She, yeah, I, the hand. But her great. boyfriend is white. But, but how did that? But we like, don't know. They didn't give because I saw on social media, of course, and it was it's just a hand, and it is light. But I don't know if it's a white hand or a little. You know, babies they don't really got. Her baby. boob I is white though. Do they yeah. come out light and then? Because she's pretty. You know, she's a dark skinned lady, so mm-hmm. I would assume that at some point, you know, the baby would. You know, I don't know how that stuff works. Like but she she is like a G. Who do you know oh. out here that just had a baby? Phone. They don't know if she was pregnant, had the baby. They don't know if it was a surrogate, if she adopted or what. Mm-hmm. It's Naomi Campbell, she got a baby. Like, deal with it. Exactly. <laughs> she said deal with it. I she a legend. It. She a G. We didn't know. Like, she just came out like, I got a baby. That's it. The only thing I would say about it is, in which I don't have all the background information. Mm-hmm. It just makes me have questions out there. Not saying that it's right, not saying that it's wrong, but you know, my background, Christian background, mm-hmm. and you know, God designed things a certain way. He had men, had women, animals, male, female, even though there's hermaphrodites out there. You know, <laughs> Sorry, all this Why would you say <laughs> that? <laughs> but 
you know, it just makes me think if you're stepping outside of how things were designed, what type of society or culture are we going to have? You just pick up oh, a baby because- like you go to the store, you can just pick up a baby however you want to. Will there be a loss in diversity? Will it change the population, you know, as far as minorities or majority? Will there be a majority of white people on the planet? Will there be black people or will life just go on as it is? So you saying because she, we don't know where she got this baby from. I know. If it's like because it's a, we're assuming it's a white baby, We should, it should be like, dang, why didn't you get a black one or... You know, because I mean, aren't they doing it now where you can pick your baby's eye color? Yeah, hair yeah. Color. which that to me is a lot. You that's like, crazy. You should just get, I hate to say, get what you're supposed to get because that sounds very ignorant and ghetto, but you know what I mean? Like, whatever, get what you get, path, don't throw a fit. Right, whatever is your life path, you should just, it's one thing to even get pregnant. People can't even get pregnant. So you get pregnant and you're altering eye colors, altering genders. I, I think that's circumstantial, but if you're doing it right out the gate, like, because I think Candy did that, because I think Candy, I don't know oh. for sure, I don't even want to say that, because I don't even know for sure, but I feel like she had the boy, and I feel like she did pay the extra to get the girl. I could be wrong, but I hmm. feel like that. Nigga, she wasn't pregnant. She had a surrogate, but yes, that's good. They can't tap in and do but all then, didn't she get pregnant after, right after that, too? I don't remember. I know she's pregnant with the boy. Yeah. Then she got the surgery with the girl. But she might have. I know she had her eggs frozen and she had like two or three embryos left. And that's why she used it for the surrogate. So she might have. I don't know what these people be doing. But they need the girl. I, you know, I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it at that. I hope she didn't adopt a white baby. We don't know if the baby was given. To, we don't know. The <laughs> Like she just went out here in these streets and just said, you know what? I'll take the white one. It is kind of like, damn, like you from, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on now, you know better. But okay. <laughs> we have to wait and see if she gives us any more tea. I do know her boo is white. So maybe that, yeah, she had a surrogate. Maybe the baby's just like, we don't know yet. Because Naomi Campbell was like over 50. So we she so she had a surgery. I need more tea. I know. Yeah, because it was very minimal, you know, when they revealed it. I'm like, Naomi Campbell, what? You know, what so you- she know people, she know the social media is going to take that and be like, Naomi Campbell got a white baby. <laughs> in her own world, she in her own bubble, she can connect, disconnect however she wants to, and she keep it moving. It don't matter. That's God bless her and her child. Um, girl (laughs) but um just kind of thinking about you know disconnecting from the world where do you all thoughts into that i think it's important because sometimes like you have to disconnect from whatever is you know and even if it's not causing you stress whatever is taking away from you and yourself so if that's social media if that's playing games on your phone if that's watching tv if that's talking on the phone all the time i definitely feel like it's so important to take those days or even if it's hours to just put your phone down turn the tv off and find a way to do something else whether it's writing whether listening to music whether it's going for a walk anything that will make you feel good, you have to do that. 
I feel like we take on two. Our brains can only hold so much, and the worse it is. So taking in all of this data, think about it. We sitting at computers all day long. Our brain is just moving, moving, moving. We stop the computer, then we go sit down on the couch and be on our phone for the next seventy-five hours. We have to let our brains relax. Like it's overload, and that's when that's when people get burnt out, and it changes energy, and it changes your attitude. So. I have, especially since last year, like last year with Corona and all that stuff, and then even taking it into this year, just learn how to tap out sometimes where I'm just not available. Even if it's for a few hours and I just kind of just relax and try to get myself right because I feel like we we give too much energy to stuff that's not necessarily the best for us or help. That's true. Well, no. I know that... I'm always trying to get ahead or I want to, or I, let me say, I used to try to be super productive and try to get so many things done. But like you said, during the pandemic, I felt like my health kind of took a backseat a little bit. And I think I was stressed out trying to work at some of these different jobs and trying to be the best for these employers. And they don't even really value you all the way. They don't care about you. And I think some of my hair came out on the side, just stressed out. And I don't wear glasses, but I think I need to wear those one glasses where it's like a blue screen or it's supposed to protect your eyes. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> that old lady stuff. It's too much out here. I just, I can't do it. But yeah, I know I'm not even on. All of the social media. Not on the social. What should we be doing on your phone then? Or do you play games? <laughs> <laughs> what do I do on my phone? Because I know, like, Ooh. we on social. I'm on Instagram. I'm on, especially TikTok. I be on TikTok trying to do a dance. Chris be on there watching porn. porn or some shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't get down. No, but she said she lost her. Cause she lost things. connection. <laughs> I hope you ain't getting off right from work and looking at porn. At least wait till the nighttime when you in your bed. I'll be doing it right when you get off. Let me get on this side and see what's going on. Ain't nothing new. Well, if you by yourself and you ain't got nothing else to do, it's nighttime somewhere. For people out there that do For people that, that likes to do that type of stuff. Yeah, right? For people, y'all. You know. Can't Somebody out. sent me like a porn clip yesterday. <laughs> I was like, when did this nigga start sending porn? Like, it's one thing, you know how men like to send their penis and mm-hmm. I, you just gonna send me a childish of some porn. What was I supposed to do with that? That's prep work. It wasn't like homework. It was like a thing. <laughs> that's the way sis was moving in there. Listen. <laughs> Listen, Linda. I need about four to five days to print. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing with this? Oh, like, what? Man. I was just like, oh, I know. I was listening to something. They were bringing up Sex in the City and how Charlotte had got crabs. And they were mm-hmm. like, who gets crabs anymore? Well, what? Well, where is crabs? Did it change to something else? I haven't heard about crabs before. That's, true. That's a good thing. Well, like, these niggas passing out <laughs> every damn thing else. Dirty digging. <laughs> <laughs> they passing out uh, bladder infections. <laughs> That's the trick of my noses and shit. They be dirty. It's ridiculous. I mean to say that out loud. <laughs> we all heard you. 
Speaking of um, these dirty deeds, <laughs> wait a minute. I don't. Um, so oh, what? Is, okay. So what's the definition of somebody in the streets? What does that mean? Well, I'm glad that you asked. Let's go to the. <laughs> The street. Let me get the proper definition for you, ladies. <laughs> There's actually two definitions of run the streets. Okay, one is to spend excessive time in bars, out partying, or in other inappropriate settings away from home. And the flat out other one is just uh, whoring yourself out there. Sexual favors and getting money, she was running the streets. <laughs> what people just say? Seven. Remember, he made that comment, she for the streets. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> Dang, so I'll go first on this one because, okay. well, the, the question is, how do you feel about if your man is running the streets? If you have a man or had a man that ran the streets. And part of mine goes back to my childhood. My father, he ran the streets. People knew him at certain bars. And my dad, you know, good or bad, he was gone a lot. And I would stay up late and wait for him to come home. Because he would come home with goodies. He would come home, I'm staying up. He would say, hey, you want to go get some cheese fries? You want to get some donuts? Get some ice cream? So I was staying up. But my dad always came back home. No matter how late he stayed out or what he did, he always came back home. So I kind of have mixed feelings because not to say that I'm used to it, but I do kind of like my personal time and space away. So if they were to go out, I wouldn't trip off of it. But at the same time, I do want a guy to be at home with me sometimes or go have fun time. Like, what are you doing out there that's so fun that you got to be gone all the time? I feel you on that. I think that's a balance. Like, how, how if it's seven days in a week, how many days are you outside hanging out with these men? Hello, my daddy was out like, like five days. <laughs> yeah, because it's just, I mean, I think it's individually based to each and all. Some people, some women are like, Yeah, go ahead, you know, have fun with your friends, you know, and, and maybe the men come home at a certain time or he doesn't come home super late. Um, I don't know. Like I've never been in a situation where I was dating someone and they were just always going out. If they did go out, I used to, I remember one of my exes, I would be like, look, you gotta give me one of these days on the weekend. So which day would you prefer? Mm -hmm. It can't be no, no Sunday. I'm tired of just doing Sundays because we gotta get ready to go to work. So which me Friday or Saturday? But it's just like, I'm all for going out, hanging out with your friends, but I also have been learning from dating, recently dating someone who was like hopping. I don't want to date anyone who's out all the time. We ain't necessarily yeah. up in the house all the time, but why you just go play the game in the other room? Like, why do you have to go out every single night, unless that's part of your job or whatever, but Sure. No, I'm not. I don't do that, so I don't know how that will bowl with someone who does. Maybe, maybe that's something that you can learn how to compromise or figure out. But going I out think all like the time. Are we getting old? No, I yeah. feel like if you're in a relationship or you know you having a significant other, I feel like you like she said a balance. Like, what are you out in the streets for all the time? I actually had an ex who loves to be the life of the party. And gotta go to every event. Everybody look wasted Wednesday, thirsty Thursday, like 
always hanging out, playing video game and shit like that. And I look back at it like that was really childish. Like I feel like if you it, you got to be fair. Like I'm like, I ain't finna just chill with you on no damn Sunday because I got to go to work tomorrow. I'm resting. I'm doing laundry. Like <laughs> <laughs> cleaning up. Right. Yeah, I'm cleaning up. That's what I like to do on Sundays. Clean and get ready for the next week. So I feel like. No, at this age, you, I mean, I'm not saying don't hang out with your friends, your homies, kick it, you know, do that, but you need to be, have a balance. You can do that with your friends on some days and then other days are our time. Like, and I'm looking at it like, what adult are you up your friend ass? If you got a significant other at home, like what, like you said, what's out there? What you doing? Maybe you got like, if you got like a weekly poker game, go ahead, sir. But like. Yeah. Every night of the week is a different party. I do think that's like Mary at first sight. Oh, girl, she was like all the time. It's kind of like at some point, you know, isn't this? I was gonna say, unfortunately, it's not unfortunate, nigga. It's fortunate that you have a wife (laughs) or a girlfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. You are now changing how you live your life. You're not a bachelor anymore. That's like bachelor lifestyle. I'm gonna go out every night, stay up all night. Now it's time to make compromise. There may be things that I like to do that you like. Uh, but we can make compromises to help each other. But yeah. I know how for me, I do like my space. Yes. However, I don't know if I will, if you're a person that's going out and I mean, going out, drinking or hanging out with your friends every single night. And it's not, you're not in the bowling league. You're not doing anything that's causing that. Then I don't know. What do we know? What are we doing? Y'all 40 years old. Y'all just hanging out every single night. That's a lot. Is that an OG thing or? No. I feel looking. I don't know because the the younger dudes they be in love, so it they do. They do. Young dudes be like, I just lay up 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 under you, right? (laughs) Young dudes be want to just live up under you, so I don't know if it's. But I think that comes with. Let's say you were. Let's say we all got married at twenty or so, young. And now we're over our thirties. We've been together for. If you were with your husband for so long. Maybe y'all have a thing where he do go out a little bit more often, but we put in time to get to that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I think that it's balanced. Spend time with, with, with us together by ourselves. If we got kids, spend time with the kids. If there's a certain night or two that you need to hang out with your friends, do that. But if they are married too, I just couldn't even imagine what y'all are doing. Do all the fellas. What's your job? Are you an entertainer? Are you a rapper? Like, why are you? You a regular nigga. You work at uh Jiffy Lube. You ain't got nothing to do every night. <laughs> I don't know. I think it depends on the circumstances. But it I does. if I would, I don't know if I could every night now. I wouldn't be able to deal with it. Like I've experienced it when I was younger. Um, yeah. in a relationship that all that going on. I'm not dealing with that right now. Like I want like be mature. I feel like that's so childish. It's so childish. Like compromise, you know, yeah. Like you, like I'm not saying because I like I do like my space. Lord knows I love my space. So I'm not saying be up under me all day because I gotta breathe. But I'm saying you as a grown ass man, you going out every day. That's well, what if lie. he comes back all the time? That's Is it an lie. issue more of he's going out and he doesn't come back? Would you be okay if he always came back? He better come. Somebody down. was saying <laughs> that they, somebody, somebody I know, know somebody. Okay, wait, wait. All right. well, it ain't. 
So they basically they were complaining about their husband who has been coming home three or four in the morning every night. Like even on Mother's Day, like just coming home so at night. And the woman is like, I know that this man is she don't be like, what are you doing? And yeah. he always like, oh, I was at my cousin's house. I was at my sister's house. And it's just like, where's the respect? I would never yeah. just always come. Even if I, even if it's the one time, I would never come home super late like that. It's without checking in, you know, of course. But you come home three or four in the morning every night. I feel like it's somebody else. Like, why are you every night? And let me tell you one thing. I ain't opening, unlocking no <laughs> door. My 10, about 10, I do even 11. Because usually I say 10 p.m. I ain't opening that door. But 11, no. Oh, you should go ass somewhere else in that case. And like you said, it's a respect thing. Yeah. You should never, I mean, check. Like, I ain't saying you can't do it at all. I'm not saying that at all. But you have to be fair. Like, that. that's disrespectful. You coming into, you coming home at 3 in the morning. Why were you out there late? What if, he came, what if every night he went and did something with his friends and he came home at 10 with 10 30 every single night? But he was always he would go every night throughout the week, I'll say maybe on the weekends. You ain't hang, why are you hanging with them every night? That's obsessive. Like, I would never hang with my friends. We don't even, we love each other. We don't like each other like that. We need our space. You know what I'm saying? It ain't never, yeah, even yeah. when we were younger, y'all, like <laughs> when we was on bullshit, like we <laughs> never hung out every single night. It may be a couple of times a week. We may wing it, but every single night, nope, I'm not tolerating every single night you hanging out with your friends and then you come home at 10, 10, 30. I'm happy you came home at a decent time, but what are you avoiding? Like, I'm like, why are you, why are you gone all day, every day? That's disrespectful to me. Like, we could have went somewhere. We could have went to motherfucking movies. Quality. <laughs> like, I just feel like that's like a slap in the face. Like, the only reason I say that because I've actually experienced that bullshit back in the day. And I'm at a point where it's like what I will tolerate, what I won't tolerate. And this is something I'm not tolerating ever again. It's a little trigger for you. Uh, definitely. <laughs> Trigger. It's, it's, it's mad disrespectful. It's just like, don't do to me what I wouldn't do to you. So I wouldn't do that to no one. So don't do that to me. Well, and what I'm if I can see if it just happened all of a sudden or this routine has just started? But what if that's how they were when you met them? So are they just supposed to up and change because y'all married? Or like you said, do we just compromise is it that big of a deal is it not that big of a deal it's a conversation anything to be a conversation so if we're dating as we're dating because at this point we need to date i need to get to know you and let's say we get in a relationship i'm going to tell you if i feel a way about that yeah and i'm not asking you to just completely stop and change who you are however let's compromise with me hey compromise Every day in the week, you doing something. How about maybe you cut it down to once or twice? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's find what's going to work best for us. And if that can't be had, then that's when I think sometimes women just keep on doing stuff, but we need to pull ourselves out of the situation. Once you see that red flag or something that you know you don't like, stop accepting it just because you want to still talk to somebody. You know that they make you feel good. Mm-hmm. I don't like that he do that. You or whatever, but we still stay with it. Like, well, maybe it change, or you know, we ain't day, we ain't going together anyway. So he can do what he want to do. You know, you don't like it, so why are we wasting time? I know that before, but it's it's all a conversation. 
It definitely is. So quick to not be willing to compromise too. Somebody asked me the other day, what is like the definite, what do I think the definition of like being submissive is? And I was just like, I don't know. You know, like I have to think about it. Because I'm like, my first thought, of course, is wait a minute. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that to me, being submissive is it's doing things that you want to do and not what you're being forced to do. But you want to do that for your partner because you love them and you care about them and they should be just as submissive to you as you are to them. So exactly, it shouldn't have this exactly. negative connotation like, are oh, you submissive to your man? He, he don't do nothing. You do everything. Well, that's old school. This ain't 1950. You know, <laughs> I'm just as qualified or if not as you, I could bring the same thing to the relationship. So we need to be submissive to each other and we could talk about gender roles and all of that, but whatever happens in our household is what we decide but it doesn't, it doesn't automatically mean, well, since I'm submissive to you, I'm cooking and cleaning and you just coming home, drinking a beer. Because <laughs> I may be still working. Are you taking care of me? Am I staying home? Yeah. You know, like, it's different. So when I was talking to him, I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, but I had to think about, like, what the hell is submissive mean? Because Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I will go, go on the Bible <laughs> on this one. And a lot of people, they don't even think about it in this way because the marriage vows, the they always say, wives, submit to your husbands. Mm-hmm. But actually in the Bible, it says for the husbands, like you said, you're supposed to submit to one another. It just says mm-hmm. it in a different way. It says yeah. for the husband to take care of the wife as you would yourself. So in a way, when you're taking care of them and you're seeing about their needs, you have to sacrifice. And when you submit, you remove yourself from thinking about yourself and the Mm -hmm. ego and the pride. So you need to take care of this woman, see about this woman, see about her needs. So in a way, the man is submitting to the woman and the woman, it says for the woman to submit and it doesn't bring anything else after it. But a lot of men, they just think, oh, OK, my woman is just supposed to submit to me. But no, the Bible actually says both of you are supposed to take care of each other. And that's her. Like, go ahead and preach like a hug. Take me to church. Don't tell my mama that. Lord, she'd be like, come on, come be a minister. Come on. Right. That I, that I, I agree with. Like, I hate how some men think like you said the woman just supposed to submit to them no and no and no like I feel like it has to be fair like and like you said put the ego and all that stuff aside like care like I say I won't do for me as I will do for you like that's how I respect me how I respect you it's just like I just feel like everything should be fair a balance and equal no since I'm a man you do this and then I'm a woman I do this no that's not, no, that's not realistic. But that's why that, um, and I feel like this is in the Bible, but just to correct me, that equally yoked conversation comes into yeah. play. I don't think I've ever dated anyone where I felt that. Now, I might have really felt like, oh my God, we have all these things in common and we're great, but no, we can't communicate. You're passive aggressive. I'm saying how I feel, but we like all the same stuff. I've never met anyone where I felt like, okay, this is, it's a good give and take. We're both compromising. You're making me feel comfortable. I'm in a safe space. The same safe space that I'm trying to allow to you. You're letting me in as I'm letting you in. I have never experienced that. And I've been in 
but nothing like not saying it gotta be a fairy tale everything's not a fairy tale but Mm -hmm. simple respect for one another i have in the past i very much so would and i feel like i'd be a little selfish but i very much so like put myself in a back burner a little bit like not i really want to say not speaking up for myself sometimes and just a you know what i don't want to cause no argument that's fine i can deal with it because i am very like well whatever i don't care let's just move on even with something as simple as watching tv i would very much like you know what let's whatever you want to watch i'm fine whatever you want to do i'm fine and that is me oh sometimes i should have been like no actually i want to watch project (laughs) runway you know what I mean? Like I should have said instead of watching it on my own the next day at work or watching it later on. No, this is what I want to watch. Now I'm watching shows that maybe I haven't seen before, but I'm catering to you in a way that I may not be getting it back. And it's something as simple as that. But I realized, like, dang, I pretty much I couldn't. I didn't watch nothing that I wanted to watch. It was always unless it was something that we mutually wanted to watch. That's but, like agree on a movie. I watched everything you wanted to watch. We ate whatever you wanted to eat. We did whatever you wanted to do. Mm. Now, that may not seem that bad. It is very harmful to myself. Because while I am very like, yeah, whatever, I go with the flow. I should be, You, how do you really know me if I'm not telling you what it is I want to do? That's true. Who do you even know? You know me. You know yourself. So that was kind of my, I was realizing that about myself as I'm, you know, I'm in therapy, child. But just realizing like, damn, I none of my relationships have been an equal give and take. It's never. And I'll take blame for my part in that type of behavior or mm-hmm. in that expectation. But no, I ain't never felt that where I'm like, I can feel, okay, I, can definitely. I feel safe. Now when I speak up to my feelings, people are like, oh, well, I don't want to hear that. Mm. But I'm just telling you how I feel. So now it's it's better though because I'm now saying it's they're leaving. And it's like, okay, you want me for me anyway. That's true. Yeah. I feel like everything is, like you said, a conversation, as Strain always says. You know, I feel like, because I feel like there's always a way to compromise. Um, even in my past experience, I don't want to make it seem like it was all of it was, I ain't say no names, but I don't want to make it seem like all of it was terrible. Because even with the whole, like one of my exes, he was, uh, he loved being out, going out all the time. It it was a part where he did start to compromise. Okay. Um, he did start compromising. Uh, we were, were having, because I worked all the time and then I have friends I want to spend time with. And then I have these, you know, I used to have my nieces and nephews that I love that I spend time with. Then I need rest. So, you know, so we always had like um movie date night. He was like every two weeks. We were doing that for a while, uh, going to dinner. So we, that was our thing, you know, but it would be like, we'll be on track and he'll slow down going out. You know, hanging with his friends all the time, and we were spending a lot of time together. It got to a point we were spending like shit, like five days out the week together, sometimes six. Like it was a lot, but then it was like, okay, we need a little break. You hang out with his friends. So I don't want to make it seem like all my experiences were bad, but like when you were saying strain, we we used to do that because I it still wasn't equally yoked. So even with the shows and things like that. Like I will be that girl. We can just watch anything, but it sometimes would be like he was what you want to watch, and we uh, agree on something that we both like, you know. So that was cool. But sometimes it is just boys turn on a basketball game. Come on, <laughs> like, <laughs> so 
know we can eat dinner. Yeah. Like, I ain't gonna watch TV for real anyway. Y'all know that I only watch certain shows. So, but but he was willing to watch them with like VA. Oh, the VH1 show. <laughs> I was upset. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we love and hip hop. Yeah, like, what was that show? That's a real Owen show. We used to watch that Not show. A show. Mm-hmm. So I laughing at that show. So it was a compromise. <laughs> but um, I still always feel like I gave more in. In all I always feel like in each situation, I feel like I always give more. So does that make you feel like in your next situation, is it like, are you guarded in a sense? Like, I'm not going to do all this stuff. Or are you like, you know what? I'm going to be me and be myself. And it's either going to work for me, meaning I say, you know what? I'm This is who I am. I'm a very giving person. I care. If you're not giving that back to me, then we cannot continue. Or like, how do you feel about that? Well, my next situation, like I, I have to be me. I can't even, I don't even know how to turn it off. Like I can't. So, <laughs> um, I'm always me. Um, we need sound I definitely, I <laughs> We do. We, we do. need a bomb. Like. Clue <laughs> <laughs> bomb. Right. <laughs> but I definitely am going to be. I don't want to say hesitant, but in a sense, I'm not just going to give you 100% of me out the gate, meaning I'm doing this, this, and that, and you're not doing anything. You're just simply existing. No, no. It's going, you have to, I don't want to say prove yourself to me. I'm not saying that, but in a sense, I am trying it. Like, bring something to the table. I also just say that I bring the whole motherfucking table in a couple of chairs. So if you want to <laughs> see, it does make me want to divert off to another topic and before i dive off into that whole table thing i did just want to say for me as far as equally yoked a lot of that is dealing with believers and unbelievers mm-hmm. and even sometimes when you y'all can sit in the same church and still not be equally yoked you yeah. think just because you're going to church you believe in god that y'all on the same page you're not. But the unequally yoked is more, you know, there is a verse in the Bible where it says, you know, if you're a believer and your mate is an unbeliever, you can help cover that mate and save that mate. And you all can live a certain life where you can be on the same path, because if they're following God as the husband taking care of you, then once again, his mindset will be on his wife so that he's not selfish and he's thinking about her and he's fulfilling her. And the same thing, the wife is submitting and she's fulfilling the needs of the husband so that you all can be on the same page. So it's deep, not going to get all preachy, but it's a lot relationships. <laughs> when y'all get married, I don't want to be in a wedding. Girl, you be in you here. That way. I just want to throw the bachelorette party. Right. Don't don't know, let me do like an usher or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't want her, y'all. I'm like an usher or like a um. I could oh, I could do a poem. You know, I'll be writing or whatever. I could light a candle. I could do. A little, little you can do that. You're gonna be a bridesmaid as well and run your ass down that aisle. Okay. Thanks, Trey. <laughs> <I'm trying. laughs> 
<laughs> you always say that too. You always say that. Because you're going to have to wear heels in my wedding. Right. I wear no heels, guys. Well, no. Wedding, we yeah. going to have to be glamour girls. I'm and you're going to have to wear something oh. tight and sexy. So Please. just prepare for it. Just saying Please. you can put on the waist trainer, whatever you need to put on. And you can put stuff inside your heels to make it comfortable. But I'm just going to get them early in practice. Straight, you I'm gonna get straight. You know, you hate the little kitten heels. I'm gonna get some kitten heels. Nah, <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't let you be nah. nobody else with with them. Straight, straight hate. We're gonna heels. practice. We're gonna practice. I can walk in heels. It's just I got a little extra weight. Heel so it's toe, heel toe. We gonna make it. Wow. My best Who friend her heels was up here. Like walking in heels like they regular shoes. No. And then, <laughs> then Pete, we gonna be in a whole church, some little church on the floor. At this point in my life, I am at that point where I just would want to get married and I don't have to have all the glitz and the glamour anymore. I, I just want good this. food, good cake, good makeup. We and going to, I just want it. a bond reception. All Yay! of our money is going to the reception of honeymoon. We can go get a house or whatever, but I, I'm, I'm very much that girl. Yes. I don't want, I just want a pretty dress and it don't got to be like over the top, but yeah. I do because y'all know I don't wear a lot of makeup. So I really want like <laughs> I might even wear some little. I have to wear contacts. I don't wear no glasses with my wedding. Guys. Girl, oh, so you gonna put on some contacts now? It's my wedding. I can't put on no glasses. Looking like, ooh, what if we both wear glasses? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but that's me. I want a low key wedding. Like, like you said, I go to the courthouse, but I do want a nice ass reception. Just let me think of open bar. Yes, good food. I have strange gonna be making them drinks. That bitch don't know how to make some good. Work at your reception, you know, like open board. Just you know, a board tender there. At my, at my wedding, but on a bachelor, what is it? The bachelor? Listen, we're gonna be on a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> Just make sure I make it to the wedding. <laughs> it ain't gonna be the night before. We got a whole week to get it to the wedding. Never do it the night before. That's that's like a bad idea. Don't I'm have me you. out where I can't make it down the aisle or I can't show up. God, talking about we all got to wear heels in her wedding. I'm hella mad at this. She know What's I hate saying? you. We got this. We going to get these shoes six months ahead of time. You got to grow up and get these heels on. Y'all know. She said grow up. Y'all, you're gonna be walking. She's gonna be like that little kid. Y'all wanna know what's funny? I'm gonna die. Back in the day, I used to wear wear heels. It was like a while ago, like, and I was way smaller and it was easier to walk in. But that's totally nice. Bet twice a month we need to start going out with them opening everything up. Throw on some heels. You know what you could do? The block wedge. The block wedge. Start with yeah. the. You gotta okay. do up. Oh, I ain't doing. I used I'm to. I'm not doing those like the stilettos or the ones. I'm not doing that skinny one. That one is we really don't have hard. To skinny, but, but I do the thicker ones. It's still a heel, but it's a. It's not a wedge. It's the ones. It's the. I got some shoes right here. It's the thicker ones, and those are easier to walk in. Like these. Strain, I got oh, some of those. those. I got some similar to that mm -hmm. at home at my dad's. I be jamming like these some real. So when you come in town, one of these weeks, we're gonna wear some heels. I and won't then be Jerica, twice a twice a month. We going out, we throwing on some heels. Yeah. At least once out of the twice of the month. 
something. Hey, why I can't wear them sandals in her? It's set. It's <laughs> set. And my dad call it the beach walkers. So it's set. <laughs> Move on. Change switch topic. Back to oh, the sandals. Um, beach are you a team player in life, work, relationships? Because oh, you're going to be a team player and wear them heels. Okay. You know what? I am a team player and I am going to land. Hold on, Paul, before I answer that question, I don't know. I need to maybe walk down. Because if I see you, I'm going to be laughing. So maybe I, I just, maybe I need to be down there so I'm placing another way. Because if it's after her, I'm, I'm childish. Anytime I'm on like Front Street, I laugh. All of my choir concerts in middle school. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Laugh. I cannot. I cannot. Yeah, us together are terrible. I mean, we At my best friend wedding, he, he had a, a, her husband had a woman as like one of his groomsmen. She like a little, you know, whatever. Yeah. But she, my best friend was like, well, you're a woman. I don't care if you got no suit on, you wearing heels. And then she was like, well, I don't want to wear them. And then my best friend was like, you know what? You don't have to. You can wear like the little same shoes. She was like, no, I'm wearing heels. She's like, I'm gonna practice and everything. Uh-oh. When I say she was spanky leg and wobbly <laughs> walking down that thing, and my ass was my I was barely standing at mine. I try not to look. I started smiling. I was like, Lord, please let me laugh at this. Baby. It's hot. Okay. So, <laughs> you were so, so we wearing heels. We got definition. That is a good question. You like a spelling bee. What's the? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> and I had to, you know, break it down as far as in life, work, or relationships because mine has shifted over the years. I used to try to be a team player and work all the time, but sometimes I want to just do stuff on my own and get it done. I don't feel like, like talking to nobody. You know what? Once they make me mad, like if I'm working somewhere and the my peers, like people I'm directly working with kind of make me mad and turn me off. The team player, I still try to be one, but it's always petty. <laughs> I don't know about work. Work is hard because if I feel like you've already turned on me or you, or you already on some stupid stuff, I'm just kind of like, whatever. I don't care about the team no more. So with work, I don't care about the team. it's hard. Um, in life, I feel like in my friendships, I am. I try to be. Um, because sometimes you do things for your friends or with your friends that you may not even want to do. Or you're there mm-hmm. for a time where maybe you didn't necessarily feel like it or whatever, but you show up for them. So for sure, um, in a romantic relationship, you know, uh oh. I'm not gonna say that I'm not because I feel like that I have been, but I may have been too much of a team player to my own. Ooh. So I don't know if that's a team player if I'm the one that's not getting fully fulfilled or what I want because I'm just trying to make it work. But I think short ends. So Maybe I am, team. but that's not. Team. Oh, it's team player, uh, definitely at work. Because if my name on something. It got to be perfection. I'm very adamant about that. I don't know. Even when I don't want to, I'm like, ugh. But, you know, I got to do this, this, and that. But I'm always a team player because I don't want to just win. I want the whole team to win. I feel like we represent each other. And I look at that. that that's just how I am. I just like, yeah, I know I am. And even and with friendships, I feel like I'm a team player for the most part. Like, remember that when I walked down that damn aisle with them damn heels on? Just know I'm being a team player. And this weekend, be a team player. Wait, 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 wait,
right. <laughs> it's gonna be, be something you gonna want us to do that we is not gonna want to do for your wig, child. First off, my wig. Really, really <sighs> I already can see you straight. Can you know you got strange? Just get ready, dads. Get ready. Awesome. You got my bestie, my husband. Get ready. Tiffany. I'm not gonna be a bridezilla or nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna be the bridezilla. What? Really? Me? You're very. Me? No, well, she's very particular. Very firm. Very you particular. know what's funny though? I'm a very nonchalant person, and most of the time, it's a lot of stuff that I really don't care about. But it is certain things where I am very particular. Yes, and it has to be a certain way, and that's when I would get vocal. I don't talk that much sometimes, or I. But I like, feel like with with her, she's gonna plan it out, so you don't even have some questions. She's gonna be like, mm. "Hey, I want this dress. I want these." This hairstyle, this makeup style. Uh, this is who I found to do it. I've already got people ready. We're gonna be showing up. So that to me, that's, that's perfect. Because she done planned it out. I ain't gotta worry about nothing. You gonna get on our nerves because you gonna, should I do this? Should I do this? I want so indecisive. You gonna want something that you probably hopefully can't find. Be like, oh, I gotta do it. You're gonna be stressed out. So now we all stressed out. I'm an overthinker. I, no, that's why I feel I stressed already. Why? Right. <laughs> so y'all both coming for me. You know what? I feel like my I'm just gonna be like, look, because I don't even really want all that. I just want my reception. That's what I don't, that's what I don't want a big I don't I don't even mind going to the courthouse. I don't have to have like a big wedding. The reception is the fun part. Like that's that's what most people want to show up for. That reception, put your gift on the table, and then you can enter. I just well, I want to wish you well too. Just give me money. I don't want no <laughs> gifts. Don't bring me no toasters. Just give us the cash money. <laughs> we can buy what we need. Yeah, but what if your husband? What if he wants all this stuff? He like Ooh, he has fifty things. Are you gonna be a team you player? You know what? We you know, what I was play? thinking about if he if he wants a real wig, we'll do it. Whatever you know. Yeah. I was thinking about what if he want like red, like stupid colors. No, that is like red. Men colors. love red. They I would have red, no. red everywhere. What's no. the little vest? That's the thing. No. They be wanting colors. Every guy that no. I about it is okay Dre. now <laughs> I, I talk to about red, it red, but red. i mean it might even be red it may just be a color that you just to think in your mind you probably got colors right now yes I won't like i don't like that that's too i want this that's gonna be the hard part is the colors Hopefully, i feel like do, so we can just... i can compromise but don't come to me with no red don't come to me with no look i no that is just like a and don't come me. Oh my gosh, bro! Definitely. And I hate white suits. I he is not one. <laughs> he need a gray suit. Wait. He whoever he is. Whoever I want like that gray or tan. I'm definitely it's like that gray. I've seen online. Mr. I feel like tan. Tan is weird to me. I feel like it gotta I be. I want it to be like hippie, <laughs> like or not hippie, but like uh, what's the name for that? Bohemian. Yes, I want like bohemian chic. I love Bohemian. That is nice. What is it? So I would compromise if he wanted, like the the guy wanted, my guy wanted a a real wedding, which that money can be saved. Do guys really even care about weddings nowadays? I don't know. I'm doing. I need to get a guy man. Have him pop in. I got somebody who like I need y'all need. Let me come on our. You're gonna go against everything I say. 
I love that though. Oh, Are you sure? I mean, there's different guys out there. We ain't bringing that nigga on that podcast. We ain't bringing that nigga on that podcast. Maybe down the line. But right now. Right now. I feel like that would be good for her. You know what? me. It's, she said instantly. It's good to have a male's opinion. Like I feel like us as women, we relate more. We kind of—I don't want to say we think alike, but you know, we can see each other's point of view very well. You know, but to have the opposite sex, which they may not agree with none of us, it's like. So what do y'all? Oh, we don't have to find a man to come over here. They got I, some got, I don't know nobody. That's respectful. Let's be. He knows somebody right now. I, I do. You know I do. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me find out you come on the episode all together. Ah! No, I ain't got nobody out there like that. I ain't got nobody like that. She played too much. I at least put a bra on to be respectful. (laughs) Listen, you better turn that camera up. Still not putting (laughs) on. It's it's my ex, one of my exes. He like, let me come on that podcast. No, because I think the purpose for me, from him to to me is to be combative. Mm. Have the energy for you to be, but it would be, you know what? It would be interesting to hear someone else talk about me in a sense like, he knows me in a way that y'all probably don't. So him giving like a nah, because it's, it's a net. It would be like, ooh. could you imagine like ooh. your ooh. ex be like that's something about you? You thinking what I'm thinking, Jessica? Next topic. So <laughs> wait, I didn't give my feedback. Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, you please. know what? I don't even want to. We move on. <laughs> I feel like we're. I feel like all of us because I'm not a team player. I like doing stuff. Players. I like getting I done. But in relationships, I am learning and I have learned okay. that sometimes even, <laughs> even simple stuff, you need to talk with your mate and it's a part of being a team. Like, for instance, I used to sometimes just take off of work, even if I work with that mate and I wouldn't even let them know. And they'd be looking around at work like, why Patrice ain't here? Because I was just used to doing stuff on my own. Mm, okay. But I learned that it's being a team player and it does feel good to have someone, even if they do something small, like fixing your lunch. Or if you've had a long day and you come home and maybe it's their turn to cook and you got a whole meal waiting on you, they doing it for the team. Yeah. So I'm learning it does make life easier to in relationships. But sometimes at work... I just want to be left alone. I want to come in. But in life, too, I've learned that different people have qualities that they can contribute to the team. And like you all just said, different perspectives. And it brings diversity. And diversity is just so much more exciting than just my thoughts. So... Yeah, I'm I'm working on it. It's funny that you flat out said it, though. Yeah. (laughs) She said, yeah, I'm she not said, a team not. player. I've been told that I'm not a team player. I'm a so. team player in all aspects of life. I'm amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazing. You know I had to say it. I, said, I am a team player for real, for real. Like, I feel like I am. Well, really are you a team? Okay, well, are you a team player sometimes to your detriment? Like I said, yes. I mean, she don't want to say yeah. Think about in your life, not just rela- not just work and dating somebody. In every every relationship you have, you a team player to sometimes where you like, oh, I don't want to be a team player, but come on, that's true. 
And okay. sometimes it helps to just have someone to be there. Like I was listening to the news and they were talking about how these women were surrounded by the police and were asked to get down on the ground because they were being accused of stealing a U-Haul. But the police actually had the wrong wrong people. Yeah. So what? in that case, you go through something scary like that. It it feels good to have a, a partner. But yeah, it had I, them face down on the ground. Women. Were yeah. it two women? Yep, two women. They, they were, were black, moving. Obviously. And no, were they black or no? I didn't look that mm -hmm. up. I don't think she. They were black. So basically, somebody stole a U-Haul, and they they saw two women with, and they had them going crazy, and it was the wrong mistaken identity. Exactly. That is scary. Can you imagine that you're moving into this new place, and you're all excited, and you have everything set up, and all of a sudden the police come out of nowhere, and they tell you get on the ground. Can you all put in that situation? How would you feel? Oh, I would be scared. I'm scared. I got pulled over like maybe a couple of weeks ago and I was scared. Of so just, I, unfortunately, police, it's just it's scary, you know, and for you to pull me over and have three police off. One was right here. One was right here. One was on this. Why do you have all of these police officers, you just pulling me over because I ran a stop sign. Exactly. It's, it, that is lot. scary. So I can imagine them getting pulled out, put on the ground. Oh, that's a lot. That's scary as hell because I don't trust them. I don't trust cops. Don't. And I'm, not to I say it like that, them. but to see so many pe blacks, black people, mm -hmm. women and men, you know, a, a simple traffic stop turns into death. Like, you really I'm looking to... at the picture right now. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like, I just feel like I'd be terrified. That's why I try not to ever get pulled over because I don't want to be put in that position. I feel like my life is at risk if I yes. get pulled over, and that's sad to see it like that. But that's how, that's the reality because, like I said, a simple oh, you're in the, the stoplight, or just a or your tail light, or something simple. So it turns into a whole crime scene. I don't like that. And, and it's so dark in your car. A lot of a lot of these areas don't have street lights. Now, so you got me pulled over on the street. There's no street lights. I'm grabbing something. That's how people are dying. Like yes. trying to get what you asked for or try to move around. Like I literally had my hands at ten and two. That's scary. I didn't realize they had their guns drawn on them. That yeah. is horrifying. And it creates stress. A lot of people have PTSD, mm -hmm. even in small situations. Like one day I was driving home from getting something to eat and I was almost home. I was like three turns away from my home and I saw my rear view mirror. The police had their lights on and they were speeding coming up. And I was actually going to make a right turn on a red light. And they actually had to sign up that said no right on red, but I saw the police. <laughs> so I didn't turn. But they were like speeding up on me and the light changed. I made a turn. And when I turned, and I think, Jerick, I think I told you about this. I don't think mm -hmm. I told you, Ashanti. But the police turned down the same street that I turned and they turned off their lights. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. Right. Was I speeding or are they coming after me? But I didn't wait to see if they were coming after me. As soon as I made that one right turn, I sped up and I ducked out over in my sister's garage. So even somebody like me where my plates are legit, everything mm -hmm. is legit, 
I don't want my insurance to go up for them to mm-hmm. claim that I was speeding or ran a stop sign. It's traumatic. That's scary. Oh my gosh. It is. And it's a shame that that's what it's become. So I know I used to get, because I used to speed all the time. You get all the things speeding tickets, Lord. But, um, you know, back then I incurred, it was more so hurry up and give me my ticket so I can get my ass on doing what I was doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Shit, we waiting for them to give me that ticket. I'm going to turn my music up and I'm going to take off, you know? But <laughs> I used to always get speeding tickets. But it's so crazy now. One, I don't even drive fast like I used to. And I used to drive fast, fast, y'all. I'm getting, I don't drive <laughs> fast no more. I become to a complete stop unless I'm in the city. I become to a complete <laughs> no, stop. In the city, you stop too long. Night. 12 cars going to go by. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll be purging when I go to the city. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, especially when I'm leaving the city at nighttime, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. It's like that stopping road. Like, I got to keep moving. I can't, can't sit here too long. Somebody may run up on me. Exactly. But, yeah, very much so. Like, now, it's just like a paranoia. I try to make sure um, I'm signaling. I said that wrong. But I'm turning on my signal. And mm-hmm. I'm stopping like I need to. I don't want to get pulled over. Because, shit, I don't want to end up dead. I don't want to be on uh, 9 o'clock news. <laughs> and it's just crazy with all the situations, right or wrong. I don't I don't care. Even in the latest thing with Andrew Brown, I don't care if he had drug charges or if he was previously involved with drugs. If he was not black, the situation would have gone differently. There have been people that have been on high speed chases and they don't get shot in the head 14 Ooh. times. 14 times. This is the one who the police is saying that he hit him with that car like he was trying to. He didn't though. Right, but that's what they're saying, right? Even if he was moving, once again, there have been people of different races that have been in that situation Mm -hmm. and it's been handled differently. So why is that with black people it's always shoot first, ask questions later? Always. It's like they're so... And here's the thing. I know that black people, black men, black women, we have these stereotypes. And I'm not saying that some people don't live up to those. True. However, as a police officer, you are servicing the community. You're supposed to Mm -hmm. serve. If things happen, you can't be scared of everybody and really to kill people. That shouldn't, I don't know what type of training they go through, but if you know, you can't be so scared that your your thing is, well, I thought they were going to do something. What the fuck? Why are you police officer? <laughs> she said, what the fuck? If you're that scared that every time you see a black man or a black woman and they're not complying to what it is that you're saying, it's like, well, I'm just going to shoot and kill you because I don't want to deal with it. That's yeah, basically mind blowing. Do. That doesn't make any sense to me. And whether or not he was moving or not, 14 times? That's excessive. But you'll hear Karen, you'll see a Karen uh, going off oh, on a police baby. officer uh, about because they pulled over her child. Hmm. We don't or that early men going off, or the the one boy that uh killed the people in the church in South Carolina. I think it's South. Carolina. Oh my gosh! Yes, excuse me. They oh, took. They said they took him to fucking Burger King for they took him to jail. Yeah, thank you. Like I just think that the the treatment is so vastly different, and it's sad, and it's hurtful, and it's like all you can do is just like pray, and it's like your children like. Aunt was telling me about. I always call him my nephew, but he's really my little cousin. But you know, he's autistic. He doesn't. If any, if a police approaches him, he's not going to sometimes understand. He freaks yeah. out. 
Then what? You gonna kill him? So it's just like y'all don't have any sort of cool, any sort of common sense. What does it take to be a goddamn police officer? Because apparently they just pick me off the street to be one. Hmm. I feel like y'all go through Mental all this training, training or sensitivity <laughs> training or anything is just about shooting. Where's the taser? The taser, there's the, the rubber bullets, there's other ways to get somebody. And then honestly, if you pull up on a nigga and he run away, the nigga ran away. You can catch him again. What? If he, if it, especially if, if that's one thing, if he done shot and killed somebody, so you trying to get him, you know, get him off the streets. He killing people. Yeah. He stole from a gas station. He don't deserve for his life to be gone now. Or what? Exactly. That shit is stupid and it's irritating and it's, it's pissing me off. And I'm sick of these white people. Sorry, but y'all want to educate you on why this is wrong. I'm not going to do that anymore. You need to educate yourself, or why do you, wrong. you even question it? You, my thing is, it's okay to have a different opinion. It's mm-hmm. okay to be logical and maybe say, "Hey, you know what? I want all the facts before I make a decision." You're right because as black people, we see another person dead. We don't even sometimes we don't even no know. Ask no questions. Mad. That's just a, if you see somebody running right now, I'm out. That's just hello, how bye. We stick together. <laughs> However, if you didn't do the research on your own to find out what happened, don't come asking me. I just think it's insensitive and it's not fair for me to have to relive stuff for you because you want to, you don't have anything to say back to make to comfort me either because you don't get it. It's a whole system. I was, I've just been disgusted with when you look at different news segments, whether it's on social media or whether it's on the news, a lot of times they find a lot of officers when they got into certain positions, it wasn't always right, some of these officers. Like for example, um, I don't wanna you know, go back, so I'm not gonna just say names, but certain cases where officer probably should have been demoted or mm-hmm. they shouldn't have been in that, or they should have gone through more training but yet somehow they're the lead officer on this type of training. Mm-hmm. How, how did we get here? I, I, that's what I'm trying to understand. It's, it's a whole system and it's not just with the police. There's a lot of injustice just everywhere. Everybody, and it's safe. not just white officers, it's black officers. There's a lot of black officers out there where they're not bad cops and they've worked hard and they can't get promoted. They can't mm-hmm. feed their family. They can't get into positions because it's a whole system. So that's my thing. How do we change the system? Comes from the top. That's like uh, from the top down, and it's hard to change a system that has been moving a certain way since for years, centuries. Alba, before our parents, grandparents, great grandparents were born. So, um. It's tough, but I think that's why I don't, yes, I don't like all the looting and unnecessary stuff. However, it is kind of like sometimes turn that shit down. Fuck the people. You know what I mean? Like It's like, I love this new generation of young people who are like, you know what? Well, fuck this. We probably don't give a fuck. Single thing <laughs> because that's what that's what our ancestors did or people older than us, their generation, they protested. Now, it was worse because they was already didn't want black people to be 
anywhere around white people, but they were protesting and marching in the South where they was getting hoes, dogs attacking them. Mm-hmm. Sure. And now, not saying they're still not doing wrong things, but there's, I know somebody now, she's an organizer here. When I say every week on her Instagram, she'd be like, yeah, we got this no protest. Like, yeah. it people to care, to give a fuck, and stand up for something. A lot of people don't even know this stuff is going on. True. It's in your local community that are wrong or that can be changed. And I just think that people don't take stuff. Because you know what? When you live in your life, you don't realize how bad stuff is. It's not affecting you. But then if it affects you, now you want to be all mad and want people to care. Like sometimes you have to do a little bit more. You don't always have to have your brain into it because it can be overwhelming. But at least know what's going on. And yeah. cur- about people and pray for people however you want to contribute it doesn't have to be in the streets all the time it doesn't have to be reposting but find a way to contribute that's you're comfortable with and i just think that's the only thing that we can do we have people that's marching for us that's organizing that's writing letters to their congressmen you got people who doing online stuff you got people who's donating so you have to find whatever your way is that's best for you but it's better to do something than to just not give a fuck at all true and if even if you're just a prayer warrior, at least you're doing that. That's your spot. That's your part of being on the team. So mm-hmm. whatever you gotta yes. do. I would say, speaking of fuck the police, let's drop <laughs> F is segment. We need like to play a song to get us back on track, but our <laughs> segment is just pretty Who much you with? right. Who you with? We need something that's like <laughs> Uh, it pretty much brings us to a point where we like to say F it to something that we're either struggling with or something that we want to make immediate change with for the week. And it's like holding ourselves accountable, right? So mm-hmm. who would like to go first? Me, 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 me. Right. <laughs> this is my favorite segment, so yes, I know you yeah, got to jump out this. I be wanting to switch my life. Dang, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm going last. <laughs> oh Lord, I be stealing y'all sometimes, but it's okay. <laughs> well, my effort for the week is effort to subscriptions, add-ons, all this Ooh. Disney Plus, Discovery Plus, HBO Max, all Ooh. of that. And I'm tired because I wanted to look at something, HBO. And Hulu told me you get a 30-day free trial. I swear I looked up and down and it did not say that HBO Max was only a week. So I look at my phone and they said I'm being charged. And I'm like, this this don't even add up to the amount that's even owner for HBO Plus. So I contact them and a man, he said that um, HBO Max was only for a week. And I told him I felt like it was deceptive. I felt like I was being deceived. I feel like they have deceptive advertising. I don't appreciate it. And I will complain. And he said, we don't need that. We don't want you to be unhappy. So we'll take care of that. What would you like us to do? And I said, I want my money refunded back to me. And I want another week. for free. That's all that I said. I just said, I want my money back. And you can mm-hmm. go ahead and cancel it. He said, you know what? I'm going to refund your money back. And you can enjoy HBO Max. For the end of this billing cycle, which was for the whole thirty day free trial, that was nice. But you so know you what? I'm just tired of all of this extra stuff. Like, what happened yeah, to just being able to? Thank you. Look at it. And they making all this money. The pandemic. 
and I want to look at the new Cruella movie, and I don't really want to go to. The, it will be on Disney Plus, but you got to pay an extra amount, and I think it yeah. will be on HBO Disney Max. Plus. When they when they um, debut something, you have to pay like twenty dollars, like when uh, mine came out. So Disney Plus exclusives are trash, but HBO Max. I got that, y'all. Everything I that comes out in the movie I'm for the most part. Should be on HBO Max, so definitely don't like what HBO, HBO Max is doing. But no, Disney Plus, I'm already paying six ninety nine, five ninety nine. Thank you. So it's extra. That's stupid for one movie or one whatever it is. Whatever there's like, if it's like exclusively on Disney Plus, like when mm-hmm. came out, you can't just go on Disney Plus like HBO Max when the movie come out and watch it. You have to pay to watch it. Whatever. Supply and demand. HBO Max. The it. thing with HBO Max is they're dropping it, but they'll take it off eventually. But they'll get yeah, they it do. like a couple of weeks. Because that's what I had. Uh, I just watched that new Angelina Jolie movie on her. I don't know how much money I spend. That's on a good one. Exactly. I, I, I have HBO. I'm <laughs> coming over. I want to get that Cruella movie. <laughs> I bring snacks. You know what? I went to the movies. I told y'all. Well, I think I said in the group text. I took myself on a date to the movies. Yeah, yeah. No, it was so cool to be back in the movies. I was like, what you gonna see? Uh, Spiral. That's new saw. Was it good? I mean, was it good? (laughs) His goal was to make a horror movie funnier. It was funny moments. But y'all know Chris Rock. I mean, how much really good acting are we getting? He, his, <laughs> you know, like how <laughs> Carrie washing her mouth. <laughs> kind of like, she moves her mouth. mouth and eye, his eyes is big. But it, overall, it, it, it's an enjoyable watch. But okay. it, it like, ooh, it was just like, oh, okay, well. I were know. you there by yourself or were there other people? It was there? some people in there, but they separated. So when you pick your seat, you're not sitting next to anybody. It's like two, it's like four seats in between. So it's well, okay. That's good because I'm always that person where I want to go to the movies and enjoy myself. Remember we used to go? Exactly. Listen but then Tuesdays. people will come back and they will be like right up on me and then they start coughing through the movie. Ugh. Even my niece was like, I never noticed people coughing in the movies until you told me. <laughs> she said, every time we go and somebody coughing. I mean, one of my exes, like, every time we would go to the movie, that was our thing. Like, um... People would be talking or doing, making noise, like eating and stuff. And my ex would just be like, hey. like please don't say no. We're not going to clown with these people in here. Just chill. I mean, I just can't. Like, it was, you would be surprised how much noise people make in the movie, be on their phone, laughing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I am a bad. But yeah. Okay. Sorry. But no, friend. I agree. F yeah. that. Yeah. I pay for a lot of I'm going to start canceling some, but. Girl, I pay for HBO. What you do is, nigga, trade for trade. Oh, you want HBO? Everybody want HBO Max. Oh, you, you want HBO Max? What you got to offer me, nigga? Okay. Talk to my mama, because my mama, she got cable, so I be logging in. Every <laughs> HBO Max, Showtime, Stars, what's a login? She tried to change the password on me, and I got her. I was like, no, nah, sis. Yeah, you she, said, no, she got mad because I canceled that Hulu. Girl, I know. I'm probably going to get it back, though. Yeah. Girl, I'm on my mama Hulu. Who playing? <laughs> that was a good one, though, Patrice. That was a good one. Shane, you ready? Um, Yes. Yeah, so my effort is, is... Mine always like twofold, but... It's Uh-oh. 
negative attitude and not uh be and not show, not showing gratitude. So the reason why is because I like feel like a lot of the times, just in your everyday hustle and bustle life, you're always pointing out what's wrong and what's bad and what's not happening for you and what you don't have and what's negative and you sad and everybody out to get you. Don't nobody love you. Nobody care about you. Don't I respect you. And I was just like, oh my God. And with a person who sometimes goes through these sadness cycles and depression cycles, I have to, I personally have to adjust my mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm very spiritual miracle. I got my crystals and I be meditating. So, spiritual miracle. <laughs> I um on Sunday after I took I just took myself on a date. I did some self care. Mm. I was meditating and I was like, let me. I did like an energy boosting, which is like getting my energy up because I know this week is gonna be long. I got a long work week. I gotta go through these clothes. I gotta make sure my place is clean. I gotta drive home. It's so much happening. I didn't want to get overwhelmed or irritated. So I forced myself. And I think I put this in our group chat. I'm going to have a good week. I don't yeah, care. You did. And so I've literally started every morning, even if I wake up five minutes before work, before I start working, I'm writing down <laughs> what I'm grateful for. What okay. Like when I get out, when we done, what happened good today, you know, mm-hmm. trying to show gratitude for God and for the universe and the fact that I'm here, I'm alive, I'm okay, you know, yes. many things I could nitpick at, but sometimes if you just change your mindset, you won't always feel like you're experiencing bad luck or somebody out to get you or you having a worse day. Sometimes you have to change who you are and your mindset in order to feel good. You have to, yes. the life you're living, whatever body you're in, if you want to change it, you have to change it. If not, be happy about it. Instead of like things will happen, but um, it won't if you don't change that. And then the, like the last thing I want to add on is just, just like people say, you are what you eat. You you attract what you are. So if your attitude is bad all the time, Uh-oh. negative all the time, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna attract Uh-oh. negative things to you. Negative people, negative things are gonna happen to you. And now you even gonna be even more bad. Like I don't know why all these bad things are happening to me today. Yeah, because why you- they got sitting near me. You know what I'm saying? Because you are, you woke up angry and you carried that throughout the day. And so I woke up like these people is attaching to you. It's like, uh, what's that movie where like the, um, <laughs> when water got poured on them and like little ones popping off? Them critters. Whatever it is. But it's like when you have or gremlins or setting attentions for yourself, better things happen. You feel better, more positive things happen. So this week, and because I'm going to be at home next week, that's just my focus, to be positive. Because I know something's going to be on my nerves. I know I'm going to be tired. I just want to have a good week. Weeks. That's good. That's really good. That's and meditating good is, like, it. meditating has changed my life. I can I need it. So. I ain't got that yet. Head space and calm. It's that mm-hmm. deal, especially if you're trying to go to sleep. It just helps refocus energy, like you said, and refocus your mind to go to sleep. And move on. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right, Jericho. This is my epic. Come on. Okay. Well, one thing I can think of is, I is hmm. okay. One thing I can think of, which I already know about me, I'm an overthinker. <laughs> I, that's my life. But no, this week, um, I know y'all know I've been like um 
always been I've been complaining about my core. My dashboard like goes all the way out. So long story short, my ethic is um overthinking one, but not I guess not taking chances or not doing what I necessarily want to do. Like right now, I'm in this. I don't know. I'm indecisive about. I've been complaining about my car. Y'all know my dashboard. It literally legit goes completely out. And then like Mother said, weekend it went out, out, and it didn't come back on. And I like freaked out. I drove home from brunch. And I'm like, okay, maybe it'll come on. Drove to my dad's. No, it did not come on. But it eventually did come back on when I was driving back home that night. Hallelujah. But it's been like just like going crazy. Long story short, my nephew, he just went and got him a new car. I've been talk, talking about getting a new car. And he been so he said he was getting him one too. And he literally just went out like these little he just went out and did it. He, he put the money down and just did it. And I was like, What made you get a new car, nephew? He said, Man, I was tired of that car. He was like, I was having issues with it. He said it was tripping. He was just like, I'm tired of putting money in it. He's like, I'm tired. He was like, me and my baby need a, a new car. And he went and got him a new car. Just like that. Mm. Like he well, he didn't, I don't know if he went back because he was supposed to go back today. Because I talked to him yesterday and today, but I talked to him earlier. So I don't know if he went back and got it today because some paper he submitted his paycheck stubs or something like. But anyways, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here overthinking it and I can afford it. True. But yeah, I just don't take, I don't feel like I always take the risk or take the chances to do things that I really want to do. And not just with a car, because it's other things, not to say, if it's a, not just, not take oh, it yeah, oh. like, girl, fucking life is short. Like, go do what the hell you want to do. If you succeed, which I always strive to do, if you succeed, <laughs> awesome. If you fail, get your ass back up and try again. So if it's overthinking, if it's not taking risks. And she just do it. Just go for it. That's like my motto. Yes. Nike. And they ain't sponsoring us yet. (laughs) And before we roll out and we play our song of the week, did you all notice that we missed something? Hey, what we missed? I'm going to give y'all 10 seconds. Wait a minute. We didn't miss nothing. We didn't miss anything. Was it a topic? We didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, quick quick second, you know, to let people know who we are. Child, (laughs) I don't know my name at this point. I don't say it too much. I'm a shanty. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm Jerrica, aka J. Hey, (laughs) y'all. And I'm P. And I'm P. We sure didn't. We did Uh not. How did you notice that? I was gonna yeah, say, but you better pick it up. <laughs> I want them to get to know us more. That's but true. this particular episode is dedicated for the women that got men out there running the streets, and maybe I don't know what to do. Maybe you fed up. I say this week, just give them a break. You know, let them all just for a little bit. Let them let them hang out. Let them go. Hang out with his boys, and ain't no girls gonna be there. Just you know, let let him let his nuts hang, you know, a little bit. So we just want you all to listen to us, like us, follow us. When we get there, y'all can like, click, subscribe, and all this stuff. But uh, we. You muted. Uh, you know, run the streets.
Listen to us again. Bye, y'all. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in.